On Wednesday, June 3rd edition, the NBA has set dates for return. Wizards legend Wes Unsell passes away. More trouble brewing for Zion and much more. The NBA is looking to return to finish the season at the end of July. The teams would play in Orlando, Florida at Disney World. While we may see basketball on television very soon, the LA Clippers governor Steve Ballmer does not think we will see one live for quite some time. He went on the Yahoo Finance show Influencers to talk about that. He told Andy Sewer, I can't see anybody agreeing to reopen arenas or concert venues in the foreseeable future. So I have to say that things will be fanless, which who knows what kind of experience that will be to watch on TV and for the players. Ultimately, though, Ballmer said the arenas, the league has the final decision for when fans will return to the arenas. He said the owners will certainly give input and have a chance to vote, but it's really our league officials that's figuring these things through. And some of this with full transparency for owners, but some of it can't be because it's complicated and needs to be done with some privacy. Currently, Balmer's Clippers are the third best team in the league behind the Milwaukee Bucks and crosstown rival LA Lakers. Twelfth overall pick from the Raiders in April, Henry Ruggs injures his thigh during a move. According to his father, he said he was trying to move a trailer or something move furniture or something, and the trailer just kind of pinned him against a car or wall or something. He's pretty much okay. I'm about to go out there and see him in a little bit. It was just like a little open wound on his leg, a little incision, like something had stuck him right there on his thigh a little bit. Ruggs is doing well, but at the moment he is walking on crutches. Ruggs is the fastest receiver in the 2020 draft. He was also the first receiver selected in the deepest class of all time for receivers. The Las Vegas organization said the Raiders are aware of a report regarding an off-the-field injury to Henry Ruggs III. Respecting Henry's right to medical privacy, the team will not be commentating on the report. The Raiders are hoping that Ruggs would be a top option for Derek Carr, who could be playing for his job this season. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get back to the show. The greatest player of all time in Washington Wizards history and Naismith Basketball Hall of Famer, Wes Unsell, passed away on Tuesday at the age of 74 battling pneumonia. Him and Wilt Chamberlain were the only players in league history to be named Rookie of the Year and MVP in the same season. His jersey number 41 was the first uniform to be retired by the franchise. Unsell guided the Bullets, now Wizards, to the first and only championship in 1978. West was a five-time All-Star and Finals MVP. He spent his entire career with the Baltimore-slash-Capital-slash-Washington Bullets. After retiring, he stayed with the franchise and became an executive coach, GM, and broadcaster. According to his family, he had been dealing with pneumonia over the last couple of years. Unsell was a two-time All-American at the University of Louisville and was selected number two overall by the Bullets in the 1968 NBA Draft. He helped lead Baltimore to four NBA Finals appearances. In 1978, he was named Finals MVP after Washington defeated the Seattle Supersonics in seven games. Despite many injuries to his knees and in pain most times, he played through it. 
Former Bullets teammate Mitch Kupchak said about Unseld's toughness. The most amazing thing to me is how effective he was with those bad knees. Anytime he stepped on the floor, whether it was for practice or a game, he was in pain. It was uncomfortable for him, but he saw it as a part of his job. He knew his teammates were watching him, and if he didn't do it, they might not do it. We always talk about leadership in sports, but you don't designate yourself a leader. You just lead. That's what Wes did. Wes was one of the greatest rebounders the game has ever seen. For his career, he averaged 14 rebounds per game and had a franchise record set for most assists in the career until it was broken by Wizards point guard John Wall. He also averaged 10.8 points per game. Kevin Love and Bradley Beal took to social media on Tuesday after hearing the news about Unsell. Beal tweeted, Rip Wes Unsell, Bullets legend forever. Kevin Love posted on Instagram saying, Proud to be named after such a great man. A legend and a leader, Wes, you will be missed by the NBA family and all people whose lives you touched. Peace. Love's middle name is Wesley, named after Wes because of his father and Unsell had a great relationship. His family also posted on Instagram, He was the rock of our family, an extremely devoted patriarch who revealed in being with his wife, children, friends, and teammates. He was our hero and loved playing and working around the game of basketball for the cities of Baltimore and Washington, D.C. He proudly worn his chest for so many years. The Washington Wizards organization stated, Rest easy, Wes. He will be greatly missed by the Wizards, the city of Louisville, the NBA, and many more. Clemson wide receiver Justin Ross's career could be in jeopardy with a spinal issue. He will miss the 2020 season after being diagnosed with a congenital fusion in his spine. During a scrimmage in the final practice session before the coronavirus pandemic, Ross suffered from what the team thought was a stinger, but after being x-rayed the next day, it revealed the issue, which head coach Dabo Sweeney said Ross has had since birth but wasn't aware of it. Congenital fusion is where two or more bones join in an abnormal way in the neck. This can limit the range of motion in the neck area and can also lead to chronic headaches and muscle pains that can range in severity. Fusion in the vertebrae can also lead to nerve damage in the head, neck, or back area. Individuals with this can help or can develop a narrowing of the spinal cord in the neck, which over time can compress and damage the spinal cord. Sweeney said that Ross will fly to Pittsburgh on Thursday to undergo surgery the next day. He also said that Ross was in good spirits and is fine, but this disorder is a big concern if he wants to keep playing football. Ross immediately came on to the scene his freshman year in 2018, and after T. Higgins left, he was expected to play a big role in the Clemson passing game. He finished last season with 66 catches, 865 yards, 8 touchdowns, and will have a decision to make this season as to whether he wants to stay at Clemson for a fourth year or enter the draft. With Ross out, their next leading receiver in terms of catches is now running back Travis Etienne with 37. However, they'll still have options at wide receiver with Amari Rodgers and sophomores Joseph Nagata and Frank Ladson Jr., each having three touchdowns a year ago. And with Ross out, could see a bigger role this year. Zion Williamson and Prime Sports Marketing court filings have been heating up. Williamson will be obligated to answer questions to the court concerning if him and his parents accepted improper benefits before committing to Duke. Prime Sports Marketing agent Ford, Gina Ford, declared Williamson's terminated his contract so that he could sign with the Creative Artist Agency in May. She also stated that Zion demanded and received gifts, money, and or other benefits from persons on behalf of Duke University, according to a source close to the situation. Prime Sports Marketing attorneys would like to move the court filings from North Carolina to Florida. 
Williamson's attorney denied the request. Jeffrey S. Klein, Zion's attorney, responded to the request by Gina Ford. We hope that today's filings will put an end to Gina Ford and Prime Sports' efforts to avoid the consequences of their failure to comply with North Carolina laws. The defendant's efforts lie to file another litigation in Florida is a delaying tactic to avoid answering for their actions in the appropriate jurisdiction, and we look forward to having these matters resolved on the merits in North Carolina, where the case clearly belongs. Back in May, the former first-round overall pick stated about prime marketing sports to secure a discovery process. Fishing expedition that was invasive, burdensome, and legally irrelevant, first reported by Daniel Walsh of Forbes. They also said maximize potential embarrassment and media coverage in an attempt to improperly gain settlement leverage. Williamson was drafted by the Pelicans number one overall in the 2019 draft from Duke after being named the College Basketball Player of the Year. Adam Schefter of ESPN reported yesterday that the NFL is not allowing teams to hold their summer training camps away from their home facilities and they are not allowed to have joint practices. About 10 teams have their training camps at local colleges, which has been a tradition for towns like Bourbonnet, Illinois. The Chicago Bears have practiced at Olivet Nazarene for years. Commissioner Goodell is trying to cut down on travel to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. That is the same reasoning for not allowing teams to practice with one another in case a player or coach did have the virus. According to an ESPN article by David Newton, ESPN was able to obtain a memo that Roger Goodell issued to all 32 teams. He said the NFLPA were strongly in favor of those two decisions, which are made to limit exposure risk by avoiding the need for clubs to clean and maintain two facilities, by limiting the need for players and clubs staff to travel from one location, and by limiting travel and contact between players on different clubs in the context of joint practices. The steps are being taken for the 2020 preseason to address the current conditions that are not expected to be in place in 2021. According to multiple sources, the NBA has a plan to return on July 31st and end the season sometime in October. If the NBA Finals goes to seven games, Game 7 will be played on October 12th. Most likely, the NBA draft will be a week later, similar to how a normal season goes. The league wants to have free agency and eventually start the 2020-2021 season on Christmas or near that date. It will be a 22-team playoff format that would consist of the 16 playoff teams before the pandemic, and the rest would be six and a half games or less from the eighth seed in the playoffs. Those teams would be Portland, New Orleans, San Antonio, Sacramento, Phoenix, and Washington. Reported by NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski, the league and board of governors will vote on Thursday to start the season back up on July 31st. The vote needs to be three quarters and the Players Association needs to agree to the terms. There have been no reports on if the Players Association will agree with the league. Many are expecting the NBA governors will agree with Commissioner Adam Silver's plan to have all 22 team format that would include regular season games, playing games, and the postseason. The NBA is targeting Disneyland Orlando, Florida at the ESPN Complex to resume the season. The League and Players Association are still ironing out certain details about the return to play. However, multiple reports are reporting that the Players Association will agree with Adam Silver and the league's plan. Not everybody in the NBA is excited about the proposal made by the league. Atlanta Hawks coach Lloyd Lloyd Pierce has stated he would be hurt if the NBA did a 22-team format, which would not include the Hawks. Lloyd said in an interview Tuesday on the jump hosted by ESPN, it hurts everybody in the organization. It hurts our players' growth. It hurts our product. It hurts our ability to continue the momentum that we're going 
that we're going to need next season. He also said they are the youngest team in the league. The Atlanta Hawks are in good position to have the number one pick in this year's draft. Thanks for listening to the 7-Eleven Sports Podcast, your top seven sports stories of the day in just 11 minutes. Please don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.